No one book. But anyways, yeah, how are you, bro? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm all good. good. How's everything? Can't complain. Family, man. everyone around you good. Everyone's good, man. Yeah. Um, what about yourself? Everything's good, man. Everything's blessed. It's getting hotter. Yeah, I mean, I won't be here. I'm going away on Wednesday, but... Well, this week, they, they, they do... What? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. You say, what's the motive? It's my birthday on Monday. So, Monday, I haven't... I booked it off, yeah. but I haven't, I haven't planned anything, so... Yeah, I'm away, so... I'm going to be in a hot country anyway, so it doesn't matter to me, man. Where are you going? Morocco. Whereabouts? Uh, Casablanca. So, Ooh. a good close friend of mine's from there and he's got a house there. So, he just invited a couple of us over. He's yeah. like, let's just go there for like a week. Mm. So, yeah, we're going to go. It's going to be good, man. How long? Oh, oh, yeah, one week. Looking forward to it. Bro, I want to I wanna talk about you at first mm. and see. I just want to know why you started having interest in sort of like relationship topics and how, how did you get so drawn into it like at first? Mm. So... Ooh, long story short. Yeah, yeah. Basically, bro, um, do you know what it is? Everyone's got, how can I say, like a, a purpose in life, I believe. Mm. And I think you don't realize it straight away and it doesn't come to you straight away. I, th I feel like certain things need to happen in your life and you need to experience certain things, good or bad, mm. that kind of pave the way yeah. for you going forward. Um, so what basically happened is i'm 31 now so when i was like you look young bro yeah man it's, it's oh, the jeans up, it's bro. the jeans bro um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um basically um when i was let's say 18 19 mm. um i was playing like semi-professional football I was, is it? yeah i was training like two three times a week yeah um going to the gym all the time like i was in great condition everything like that so how that kind of relates to what we're talking about is, let's just say I was a bit like, oh, look at me, like I'm playing semi-pro, I'm a teenager, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, I can do this, I can do that. Yeah. And there's a sense of arrogance there in some aspects, but what would basically happen is I would um, meet girls, do my thing, mm. you know, left, right and centre, all these things, but let's just say I wasn't the best person mm. to girls back in the day. Um no. You know, yeah, it was just it's you, you know I was I was young, I was naive, not very educated in that aspect. Mm. Um, so let's just say I wasn't the best person to them. And then what basically happened is I met someone mm. uh, completely off chance, mm. and obviously tried to do the same, tried the same process basically because for me it was only one thing: like talk to the girl, get what you want out of the situation, duck out job done kind yeah. of thing that's just how my mentality was right <laughs> so yeah man and then i met this girl and then i tried to do the same thing but um she kind like she just wasn't having it but it came to a point where i was like bro everyone acts like that and then if you give it a bit of a push they come round or whatever this is just my mentality at the time and she just wasn't having it bro at all like at all and i think i was talking to her for about four or five months before i even met up with her yeah. She just wasn't on that. And then when we would meet up, she'd stand, like, a distance from me. Like, she was practicing social distancing, bro, way before COVID. <laughs> like, literally. Um, so I found that a bit interesting because I just... I, I I was never alluded to a situation like that. I just mm. thought it was weird. Anyway, so then I had a decision to make. I was like, should I stay? Because she's a good girl. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm young, but 
am I really going to pass up on this opportunity or do I just, just, I haven't, just, you yeah, know, this yeah. is long, let me just go. So I went with that option. I'm going to stay. And I was with her for six years. Yeah, I was with her That's for six a years. long time. Wait, so what age were you? So I met her when I was 19 and then um, around 25, 26, mm. um, we, I'll get to what happened. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Um, yeah, basically, bro, I made a lot of sacrifices because going from a guy that's with girls all the time to a girl that's never had a boyfriend, never done anything with a guy ever. Yeah. And I'm thinking, damn, bro, like this is like I've got if I want to be with this girl, I've got a, I've got a sacrifice. I've got to compromise a lot of things because that's just how the how it works. Right. So um, I did that for six years, bro. And um Obviously, we can get into a little bit of the whole culture stuff maybe later on, but she was Pakistani. Mm. I'm Albanian, so there's a major culture clash there. Yeah, yeah. And um, we didn't tell our parents because we just thought, and this was our naivety, yeah. as long as you love each other, nothing matters. That's yeah, what yeah, that matters. Yeah, yeah, of course. And of it's course. just not true at all, like mm. in any way, shape or form. So there was a lot of complacency in that aspect. Um, so we just didn't tell each other's parents, weren't kind of ready to do it, whatever. And um, basically... Uh, in 25th, so nearly 2016, her dad took her back to Pakistan and forced her to marry someone <gasps> while with me. That happens in my cousin. That's insane. Um, yeah, I've heard crazy stories um, like that. Yeah, so you can only imagine the kind of way I'm thinking, right, at that point, thinking I've sacrificed six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything about me to be with this person. And in the end, they get taken off you and there's nothing you can do about did it. You, did you tell her to tell her dad at that moment to be like, maybe it's time for you to tell you that you're actually with someone or, or she, she wasn't going to risk she, it? She wasn't going to risk that. And her dad literally said to her, like, if you don't, he took her passport away yeah. and said, if you don't do this, you're not going back to England. And she's literally, oh at, she's literally at the nikah crying and the imam's just doing it. Obviously, he's being paid off, isn't he? So um, her mentality was, let me do this and when i get out of that country and back to england i've got a little bit more leeway i can move around a little bit um so when that happened she came back here and she um she used to just go to her cousins up north whenever there was him coming over she just wanted to disconnect from that situation completely so i think after about two two and a half years of that he basically just divorced her because he was like this is a joke mm. because he's been taught to believe that's fine so he doesn't know any better. He yeah, thinks, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's okay. Bit of bit of pressure and she'll come round. She'll learn to love me because yeah. he's been taught like that by his parents. He doesn't yeah, know any yeah, better. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. after two, two and a half years, he's been fooled. Yeah, he's turned around. He's like, this is long. Like, whatever, divorced. Um, and then basically, yeah, that's what happened. But from my perspective, it was very much like the normal questions that people would ask themselves. Why? What was the point? Mm. What was the purpose? When you don't get your clarity of why a situation has happened that like that, even though you've done all of this to, to get there, mm. it leaves people not... It, it, it puts you in a very um, powerless position because you have nothing to go off. You have nothing, no clarity, nothing to, to be like, why has this happened? Mm. So I would say probably for about two years, I was in a very, really bad place. Mm. Um, so that kind of leads obviously very long story but that kind of leads to now where it's like it's shaped me like like i said you meet people for a certain reason yeah and i don't feel like i met her to be with her i feel like i met her 
to be a better person. Mm, it was kind of a lesson. Right. So yeah. it that was the purpose. Yeah. But we're not going to let you have her because that's not what the goal is. The goal is for you to be a better person. But we're not going to let you have her because she's for somebody else. But at the same time, all the madness that you did back in the day, mm. you're not going to get away with that either. So that karma has gone and hit me now. Yeah, and yeah. all that pain that I probably put people through back in the day, I felt that 10 times harder. And people, I believe, only learn when there's consequences. Mm, yeah. You know, when they really get hit hard and they get burned, that's when a person really knows, raw, like, what have I done? Look, look what's happened to me because of that. And I feel like those are the lessons that, that you learn. And for some people, it breaks them. Some people, it makes them. And that just depends on the person. It's like with me, when I was in my first relationship, I kind of, it was, it was more of a lesson. When you get into a relationship first, with or, or just like with any other person, like let's say you, the first person you go with, it feels more like a lesson or like an experience rather than actual, I don't know, it's just more, more of an experience for me. Like first time, it's just more of an experience. Like I, it's for me, preparing me to be with the next person yeah that's how i see it but but you see that all the time like you'll see people that have been together for 10 years 15 mm. years married and they divorce and then they end up finding someone x amount of time later and spending the rest of their life with that person mm. and it could be that that 10 15 years was for a specific reason you mm. might not get that closure straight away um it's, it's to serve a certain purpose for yeah, that yeah. particular amount of time yeah. or to prepare you for a certain situation or a certain person. And then you meet that person, you spend the next 30 years with them, mm. even though 10, 15 years of your life was some, with someone completely different beforehand. Mm. And that's just how it goes sometimes. It's not, you're not, not everyone's going to be with a person for 50 years, 60 years. Um, and that's that's just how it goes sometimes, you know. Um, that's insane. But yeah, that, that, that kind of, it, because you know what it is, bro. I, how can I say it? When I was going through that, yeah, I didn't have anyone, like mm. no one, yeah, yeah, nothing. Like I couldn't confide in anyone. And you know, sometimes it's not even just about getting advice from someone. It's to have someone there just to listen to you, yeah, to vent to. I didn't have that. It wasn't in place. I, I know. I know you said it was because of your naivety, but like, mm. why? How come you decided not to tell your parents? I know, like naivety is one thing, but was there ever a point where you're like? There's actually no reason for me not to tell my dad. Yeah, it's it's the whole. Obviously, this is like a really important topic that I'm actually quite passionate about, and I think mm. uh, a lot of that has to do with the fact of what's happened. Mm. Um, but it's the whole culture, um, yeah, yeah. and it. and yeah, it's, mm. and I don't agree with it in mm -hmm. in any way, shape, or form. By the way, not even like one percent do I agree mm. with it. Um, but it's that fear of, and I and I think that fear is kind of built into you as with your upbringing as well because a lot of parents especially the parents from back in the day they have a certain mentality a certain way of doing things um so they, so i just feel like um that kind of like fear if you like gets built into them mm. and a lot of people children a bit older like uh, generation people they can't open up they can't go to their parents and be like i'm an albanian guy that wants to be of a this or a that and they keep it in out of fear of reaction out of fear of what are they going to say? Um, and that's why they keep it away. And they just, they feel like they kind of just brush it off. And this is the thing. It's weird because you're going to be, with, you're, you're with the person anyway. So eventually you have to tell them, but what are you going to do? Run away with them. You're yeah, going to yeah, end yeah. up telling them, but it's just at the time you're not thinking that way. You're thinking I need to just avoid it for mm -hmm. as long as possible until I build that, that uh, courage 
to to turn to them and say, hey, this is the situation. And that, yeah. What was the biggest thing you took away from it? Um, I feel like it's a really good question. I feel like um, don't be complacent. Yeah. Don't think that um, as long as you love each other, that is enough. Because that has never stopped people doing it. That's never stopped people being disloyal. That's never stopped people being abusive. Mm. That's never stopped people from leaving. Mm. Love's never done that. Fear has done that. Yeah. Love has never done that. So it's more, I think the situation, um, rather the, what I learned from that situation was, if you want something, just go all the way and do it. Mm. Um, don't hold back. Um, and just capitalize on it while you have it. Go for it as long as you're sure, though, because even 99% certain isn't enough. You have to be 100% certain that's what you want, and that could be anything, by the way, in life. And then just go and get it, and don't wait around for it. Did you did, did you two have a discussion when she came back at one point? Did you ever like after a while, mm. like to 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 get like a sense of closure? Did you did you two ever sit down and be like, okay, like let's talk this out? And how do we feel? How did she even feel at the time? I mean. I remember speaking to my sister about it and she was like, yeah. Grams, whatever you're feeling, mm. that's not even 1% of what she's gone through. And it's true. Um, and after the two years where I got my kind of perspective out of that situation, obviously I met up with her yeah. to, to give her, because I owed her that. From my perspective, how I see the situation, I've said, look, this is what I think I've got out of this situation. Obviously she wasn't having that, um, but... It, I felt like it was my duty. I owed that to be honest mm -hmm. about where yeah, I am yeah, with it. Yeah. And then I just left it at that. Um, and yeah, that, that was it really. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's an interesting one because it's a, it's a circumstance that you're not in control of. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people have turned around and have said to me, but if it's not her fault, why wouldn't you just go back? And it's like, it's not about going back when you feel like the purpose has been fulfilled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you've got what you're supposed to out of the situation. That's that's all you need. It's not about going back just because now they're not with that person no more. And oh, look, now you can live happily ever after. And it's like, no, because this is what I feel like I've gotten out of the situation. Mm. And um, that's why basically I, I didn't do that. Um, I just don't feel like it was the correct thing to do. I don't think it was the des my destiny to do that. What did you do to overcome, um, was it you said two years? Yeah, it was it about two years. What, what, what did you do in that time to overcome it? I think a lot of people um, in any situation, they struggle with what I feel like is the first hurdle, which is accepting. Mm. I feel like anything bad that happens to someone, they, they never normally get over it at the beginning because they don't want to accept it's happened. And that can be of anything, but with my situation, it's not accepting that this has happened and now you've got to apply yourself in a certain way where you've got to move on from that. And no one actually fully heals from a situation, but what happens is they learn to live with it. Mm. They learn to accept it and then they put certain boundaries or barriers in place where um, these, that, that ne no longer becomes a detriment to them. They're, they're able to do their daily things without thinking about it constantly and it affecting them. Um, so it's all about accepting the situations mm. happen, acknowledging it. I always compare it to like the 110 meter hurdles and you see the um, people, you know, how the race goes. Yeah, and yeah. it's like people fall over all the time, but you never see them but like leave the race. 
Even if they mm. finish last, they, they'll fall on the huddle, they'll get up and finish it. Mm. And it's like, because they've accepted that, oh, look, I've dropped, I'm probably not going to win this race, but I still, still need to finish, finish it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that analogy kind of works with this because it's like, as you're going through that healing process, you're going to fall down loads of times. Um, but you need to get back up and because you can't let it consume you. It will literally ruin you. And a lot of people mm. have allowed that to happen to them. And the consequences are pretty bad. Um, so mm. it's the accepting aspect. And I think you can relate that to anything in life. Why did like the healing um, part come into it where you decided to take control and say to yourself, like, okay, cool, this is what I'm going to do now. I'm, I'm going to start the podcast. Mm. But the healing aspect of it, how did that come about? So it's kind of sort of relates to what I've been saying. It's just like, at the beginning, you just don't, you don't have your reason, mm. your why. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. thing that people struggle with, the why. And mm. it's when you get that, you're able to then apply yourself in a certain way that you can then move away from the situation slowly mm. and become better or be mm. in a better place. Um, so it's about getting that cl closure. And this is the thing, people believe they get closure from the person. It's like, that's not even true. Like closure only comes within you. Because if someone's hurt you, why would you trust them to tell you why they did it? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't even make sense because they didn't have respect for you or enough love for you to, to treat you right at the time. And now you're going to trust that very person mm -hmm. to give you s these answers um, to, and, and tell you exactly why they've done it and, and why they've made you feel the way you have. And it's just like, that is not going to happen. You should never trust that person with that. And they could just lie. They could completely mislead you. Mm. They 99% of the time won't tell you the truth. So it's just like, it comes from within you. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely an important thing. And it, it, it kind of ties in with the whole accepting thing. What's like the craziest, um, cause you do, you do majority of your podcasts are about relationships. Yeah. What's like, if you're allowed to share, or even if it's just like off camera, something mm -hmm. that you've heard or witnessed, What's like the most craziest relationship that you've heard or witnessed? Um, so when I started doing it, yeah, the whole uh, relationship stuff. Um, at this point, Walid was like, st like I think actually, yeah, it was proper, really big on Instagram. I think back then the algorithm and stuff on Instagram was much much better, so your your stuff would really get out there. Yeah, and I think that was like the peak of his Instagram kind of. Um, social media thing and basically he said to me bro listen like what you're doing mm -hmm. is great yeah. but he's just like you have to be thick-skinned because there are certain things that people are going to tell you and show you that's it's, it could affect you so make sure that you're mm -hmm. thick-skinned and that kind of stuck with me and i had like at one point um like women that will send me pictures of like how they'd been majorly physically abused like really bad um and it got to a point where i was like i feel bad for you and that should have never ever happened but there's nothing that i can personally do about that like nothing i can do um so then it got to a well, point they were, they were just coming to you for advice but it's like it's not even advice i don't i don't think because i think it's just someone to talk to because i had no one to turn to to speak to about a situation mm, like that but it's okay. like i can't do anything about that so there'd be like certain helpline numbers that I would give and stuff like that and be like, look, this is all I can do. Like, I feel for you, but there's nothing that I can physically do about that. Mm. Um, 
So then it got to a point where I just I started posting stuff saying like if it's any of these kind of things that you're going through, like this is where you can go to like seek professional help and advice. But yeah. I can't help yeah, you yeah. with that. But it was pretty brutal, man. Like I'd get some really bad pictures and images, man, and it's just like wow, I can't I can't look at stuff like that, man. Like those those things were pretty bad. But but you didn't you didn't really mention it, let's say like on your story or anything. You weren't like just not not telling people to stop sending you stuff but nah. were you just just accepting it as you I, I, uh, as I, it was going along all, all I put in my story was just like if anyone's going through domestic violence like I'm not the guy to yeah. come to for that this, these are the places the numbers you can call the websites that you can visit yeah. to seek professional help and advice I can't like do anything yeah, about yeah that. of course so that was that was bad. It was really bad, man. Yeah, I can imagine. Like really brutal. How can your inbox be like filled with images of people just getting abused and physically? Like it looked like they'd been tortured. I'll be honest with you. Like that's how it looked. So I was just like, I can't, I can't. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't look at stuff. It's not even that I can't look at that. It's like I don't know what I'm supposed to do with yeah. that. Mm. And it gets to a point where psychologically, it's not really a good thing as well to look at something like that constantly as well. Um, especially when you're an empath, it's like, nah, man, I can't, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't look at that. So, um, yeah, those those were some pretty bad ones. I didn't have those for a while, but I think since I put that stuff out on the um, on the story, it kind of it, it stopped. But yeah, there's 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 been some pretty bad ones. Yeah, some pretty bad ones. Yeah, man, like a lot of the whole um, forced marriage stuff. Mm. Um, a lot of like kind of the I would say mainly this kind of South Asian community. They would yeah. come to me a lot with the the whole forced marriage stuff, um, getting forced to marry like their cousin or someone like that or an older relative back home and things like this. And psychologically, it's just damaging, mm. like damaging, especially if it's a girl. Obviously, no girl should go through that, but especially when it's a girl that's like never had intimacy with a man. It's like, imagine a situation like that. See, we can do it as men, right? Yeah. Generally, we can... We can share a bed with a stranger. If, it's, if we're attracted to the woman, we can do it. Yeah, yeah. We fall asleep, yeah. whatever, wake up in the morning as if nothing happened. We can generally do that. These kind of women that I'm talking about that have been brought up a certain way and have kind of uh, not swayed towards having different boyfriends and doing this and that and that, they can't do that. You can't just... <laughs> You can't just get them to go and marry some guy that they don't know mm. and expect them to sleep peacefully that night. Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and parents do that and think it's okay because they grew up in a generation and in a society at a time where things like that were okay to do and people just had to live with it. It's like now, or actually that should have never happened, but now especially not. Do you reckon that will continue? Do you reckon the younger generation will, um, mm, like the Gen Z, you know, when they grow up, no. Do you think they'll they'll be top down from their parents as well? They'll, they'll teach their kids how to. I think we're force into. Uh, I think our our generation, especially if we grow up here, that's when it's gonna it's gonna come to a stop. Mm. Um, it's um, where, and this is kind of why because I do I do the relationship stuff, but I speak a lot about the cultural stigmas, and kind of like disconnecting. Try try to bring these things to light so that people. Um, can look at the kind of things that happen and we and try not to do it, try to overcome it, speak out against it and stuff like that. And I feel like our generation is, especially if we grew up here, hopefully we're not going to pass that down. Hopefully that doesn't trickle down. So I think 
Yeah. We're, we're here to, to stop it. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing, right? It's like, I always speak about this. I'm not, um, I assume you're Muslim, right? Yeah. Because you're Iraqi. Yeah. In your opinion, yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. do you need culture when you have religion? Not necessarily. That's my point. And this is what happens, especially in our community. And this isn't um, an Islamic thing. It's yeah. a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, we yeah, come yeah, from yeah, a yeah. very judgmental culture. Yeah, yeah. And we allow it to affect our religious beliefs. So a per so you'll have a family, right, that are very religious, pray five times a day, give to charity, gone to Hajj, done this, this, that. But when it comes to the marriage of their daughter, yeah. religion gets left at the door. Mm. And it's like my 18-year-old daughter that wears a headscarf is not going to marry this white guy mm. or this uh, n- uh, non-Arab guy, for mm. instance. Even though if he's a revert, mm. you know, even if he's a person that was even born into the religion and, and not even a revert, an actual like a Muslim that was... Um, that in, inherited the, the religion, right? They, they won't have it. And it's like, where does it say that? Mm. Because religion gets left out the door because perception is what matters more. What are the people back home going to say if I let my 18-year-old hijabi daughter marry um, a, a black guy, for instance? Because there's a massive stigma around that that I mm. speak about a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't... They there's even, a massive thing, though. And, and this is the thing. Forget the fact that the first person that called for prayer was a black guy. Mm. We don't care about that. I care about what the people back home think. What are they going to say when so-and-so's daughter married this black guy? As if there's something wrong with that. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's just yeah. like, that happens all the time. Yeah. And 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 what even some of the newer generation, they've been brainwashed so much by their parents to believe mm. that that's fine. That you, that, you know, it shouldn't... Yeah, that's how you should think. And it's like, where? I can... I would much rather my daughter or my sister mm. marry anybody that they want yeah. than, than some Albanian guy that's going to treat her like dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is the thing, like, you'll probably look at me thinking, well, obviously, and it's not that obvious mm. because some parents and some brothers would rather their sister or their daughter marry mm. someone from their own country. By force, by, regardless by force, of their behaviour. Regardless of their behaviour. Yeah. She just has to put up with it. Yeah. Then, then, then get with um, some other guy who's a reaver or something like this mm. um and and be happy why because perception perception yeah, is the yeah. most important thing to them and it's like you don't need that when you have religion yeah. you could leave culture out the door it makes no difference to your life you follow the religion the way that you're supposed to you don't need culture at all for mm. anything but that's what happens they leave it at the door Mm. I'll pray five times a day I'll do all of that but no my daughter can't marry this and that no that's not happening religion gets left out the door irrespective of the fact that there's no caste system no yeah, uh, yeah. nothing like that in our religion anyway mm. nothing like that no one's above one or the other you got janitors that are leading the prayer and a billionaire praying behind him because we mm. don't believe in hires and oh, this person should lead the prayer because they're rich or not it's whoever knows more about the reciting and Quran mm-hmm. and things like that they lead the prayer who cares mm-hmm. if it's a janitor or a, a garbage collector we don't care about that yeah, because yeah. our religion doesn't teach that mm. they don't care about that 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 gets left all at the door all the great things get left out the door because my daughter's not going to marry um, a guy that's not from my from my country mm. what, what are your re- religious beliefs? I'm Muslim are you actually? yeah okay are you uh, converted? no nah. you, you, okay yeah I've never come across um, an Albanian Muslim, you know. That's because the country, well, Albania, so there's a difference. So Albania is 60% Muslim. 
No way. Yeah, I the, did not know that. Yeah, sixty percent Muslim. The rest is a mixture of like Christianity, atheism. Now Kosovo mm. is ninety eight percent Muslim. What? So there's a difference. But Albania used to um they were under communism in the fifties yeah. where um they weren't allowed to practice any religion. Yeah. It didn't matter what it was, you, they were literally pros- prosecuted for it. So I think that's over the years has kind of stayed with the with people in Albania and I think that's why it's only sixty percent mm. because um certain things that happen like politics and it kind of stays within people and then through the generations it kind of sticks um but yeah only just over half of but even even the ones that are muslim is we i don't there's not many that practice it like that well i can imagine that their culture is a bit different though right they're not quite forceful when it comes to uh with who to go with and stuff like that you know like in south asian cultures and stuff like they they force their daughters and to marry someone you've you've got that a bit in the albanian culture not so much forced to marry it's more you're not gonna marry you can marry any albanian guy but not a non-albanian guy and Mm. this is the thing it's like it 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 it's more the girls than the guys yeah so the guys we have more leeway Mm. some guys get forced too but it's not as bad like you can kind of get away with it the girls not at all like not at all um the, it, absolute hell on earth mm. when that that girl wants to get married to anything other than what their ethnicity is or their culture but yeah we we kind of get away with it a little bit more but it's mm. it's it's a quite prominent in albania and kind of like the albanian community as well mm. um just not as much as some other countries i would say i've, I've i did ask this um to Walid. And I feel like it'd be kind of interesting to hear your point of view on it. Your view, obviously, from from when you were in a relationship with him way before, obviously, over time, things change in terms of relationships. So I just want to hear your perspective on today and how you view it. How I view relationships? Yeah, in today's today's society, in today's age. there's okay so there's there's many many reasons why relationships don't work and even talking stages don't Mm. work and I feel like there's a concept called FOMO, which is fear of missing out. Mm. And it ties in with the whole compromising and sacrifice and how I was talking earlier about what I used to, what I had to do. Yeah. And I feel like the best way I can describe relationships or talking stages nowadays is people want what a relationship brings. So affection, mm. love, intimacy, security, money, someone there, someone to listen to, someone to always have mm. there. These are great things anyone wants this right but when it comes to doing the dog work (laughs) to make the relationship happen in Mm. the first place let alone work that's when people start thinking oh i don't know about this Mm. because people don't want to compromise it's the fear of missing out especially the younger generation your 20 21 22 year old people that haven't really lived and they're at freshers or they're at uni and they're finally let outside their house by their parents and they've gone to live in Birmingham or whatever the case may be and it's like you're losing a potential great person guy or girl by the way because of clubbing of, of being a, on a yacht with half naked girls in Dubai do you really give a shit about that when you've got a really good person mm. that is so hard to come by nowadays it's the fear of missing out I don't want to miss out on this so I'm going to enjoy this even if it means losing this person and it's like instead of compromising, sacrificing, give and take, all these things that you have to do, guy or girl, they would rather try to find someone that will accept that behavior rather than change anything about them. Isn't that just a young mentality though? Nah, 
because I've come on, I'm 31. Mm. So I'm not dating 20 year old girls. I'm dating girls yeah, very I'm close to my age. Devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen it. I've mm. bro, I've seen it of girls my age yeah. that have lived it. And physically I've seen it with my own two eyes. They're still they're still doing that stuff. Mm. And I say to them, because I try to gauge a perspective, right? And I say to them, do you really want to like keep doing that? Because very few amount of guys, especially in our kind of culture, are going to accept that. Mm. If you want that, your kind of Middle Eastern, North African, Arab, Albanian, kind of Turkish, Kurdish kind of guys, you can forget that. We we don't, that's not, that's not going to run with majority of us. So it's like, do you really want to keep doing that in your 30s? And then turn around and, and, and they say, I don't know why no guys want me. And it's like, I can tell you a hundred reasons why, but you just won't listen to them because you don't want to miss out on that stuff. That that doesn't even mean anything. Who cares? Do you really want to go partying that much? And you've met this great guy that's telling you, listen, like if you want to be with me, like it's just my boundary. Like I just don't want that in my wife. Yeah, right? yeah. And it's like, okay, do you know what? You mean that much to me? I want to be with you that much. Oh, yeah, it's cool. I want to be with you that much that I'm going to give it up. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? It's the it's FOMO, fear of missing out. And, you, and then you've got other things like um, people don't know what they want or they know what they want, but they're not honest about what they want. If you go to central London right now, yeah, because mm. I've been doing this for three years, I've spoken to hundreds, maybe even thousands of women, different ages, cultures, religions, right? Go central London right now with your camera and ask a hundred women, what kind of guy do you want? hundred out of a hundred will give you the exact same answers. A caring guy that will treat me good, that will look after me and all these great things. And then you see the kind of guys that a lot of them get with and it's nothing they described. Mm. Nothing that they've described, mm. right? And it's like, why is that? Is it because you don't know what you want or is it because you weren't honest about what you wanted and what you really want is a little bit of that? But you just didn't want to say because politically it's not the, the, the right thing to say. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to be perceived in a certain way to want a certain thing. But that's why relationships today and even talking stages don't work. They don't work because people don't want to compromise. Mm. People nowadays want their cake and eat it. They want to go buy out tables in clubs. They want to go to Marbella and pour champagne on, on half-naked girls at pool parties, like what we're seeing on TikTok. And then still want to... I've seen situations, Amir, where I've known a girl who's done that and has turned around and said to me, all guys are trash. No guys want no. me. And I'm like... <laughs> and I'm like, how do you have a perspective like that? How? It's like, do you really think... I'm, I'm very, very blunt, very straight up, yeah, very yeah, direct. Yeah, fine, yeah. If, if you're doing that, do you think you're going to attract a good guy? Mm. Are you really going to attract a good guy? And if you do, what are his intentions going to be? Because he's made a perception of you. He's only going to want one thing and he's not going to introduce you to, to mum. You're never going to see what his mum looks like in a million years because he's he's built a perception of you now. Perception is more important than truth. And that's something that people just need to accept today. Mm -hmm. He's built a perception of you and now he doesn't view you in that way and he's not going to want you because that, the, that that's the stuff that you're doing. And... I'm not saying people that go clubbing are bad people. It's absolutely not true in any way, shape or form, guy or girl. But the perception that it gives is a negative one yeah. to a lot of people, especially from certain cultures. So what I always ask is, is it really worth it? 
is clubbing really worth losing a potential? It's not, but this is why they this mm. this is why this is why they don't work. It's because people don't people don't want to compromise. They don't want to sacrifice. They want their cake and eat it. They want to go and shake their their ass on a yacht in Dubai and still find a six figure guy who has options, by the way, because he's considered high value, um, and they think they're going to get it. Good luck with that, man. I really hope you do. When you say like meet someone, let's say in, in a club or any any sort of event, mm. and you mean like just you meet the person, but they'll either trash talk or have fun with them, but kind of let them go afterwards. Is that what you mean? Just kind of like just not do it, anything. It, it builds seriously a, with them. It builds a perception. Okay, that's what I'm saying. The mm. people that do that aren't bad people. Yeah, it's the perception that it gives. Mm, right, okay. it's not a perception that people are gonna accept for a wife. Mm. This is from a guy's perspective. Yeah. They're just not. Some people will accept it. I'm not saying 100 out of 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say the vast majority of guys, especially in our culture, won't accept that. Mm. Because they don't don't see that a a, a potential wife should be doing those things. Irrespective if they're wrong or right. That's their boundary. Mm. And that's why relationships and even talking stages don't work. And then you can go on to the next point. Options. Mm. Social media. It's like, if he's not going to let me go clubbing... I don't care. I'll just reply to that handsome guy in my DMs that messaged me last week and I'll and I'll chat to him. Mm. So it's, the, it's the availability as well. It's just rip and replace, rip and replace. People don't want to accept that they need to change certain aspects about themselves for to have longevity in relationships and to be happy. So what they'll do is rip and replace, rip and replace, rip and replace. And that's why you'll find a lot of guys and girls in so many relationships over the course of years and talking stages with no end, with like no, no end product, no relationship at the end. Sometimes you just have to accept it, bro. That yeah, that avail- availability one is a is a deep one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bro. Look, we as guys as as and and women, we just have to sometimes sit down and be like, is it me? Yeah. Could it be me? Could it be that you know what? Yeah. I've made some mistakes. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but just put your finger on your head and be like. Do you know what? Like maybe it's some stuff about me that I kind of just need to be better because no one's perfect, bro. We're, we're of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you kind of got to just ask yourself: Am I the problem? Could it be certain things about me that I need to like adapt or change to have longevity in these in these situations? Because not everyone is going to be wrong about you. All them guys or girls that you've been with, they can't all be wrong. <laughs> There's going to be some elements of truth here and there, and you kind of just got to accept that and and find ways where you can where you can um, develop yourself in a way that you can avoid. Because do you know what happens? You get into a relationship, you sleep with a person, mm. yeah, especially as a female, because of, of the way that we view sex, right? And a piece of you gets taken away every single time. Every single time, a piece of you gets taken away with every guy or girl that you get with, right? And what happens is you'll be on like, say, the third, fourth, fifth guy over the course of X amount of years, right? Each person has taken a piece away from you. And it's like, imagine your mentality then or what you're thinking, all that kind of toxicity and trauma that you've had in all those years. And it's like, now you finally met a good guy. And it's like, what version of you is he getting though? Yeah. Your, your heart's kind of like burned out by the time you reach exactly. like 30, 40, 50. Yeah. You, you're probably a great girl or guy, but they're getting a version of you yeah. that's very traumatized. Traumatized. Mm. Um, 
you know, has probably a lot of distrust mm. because of certain experiences that have happened and people bring their baggage along to other relationships. Yeah. Um, so it's like, what version of you are they getting? And it's, it's sad, but that, that's kind of like, I don't know, I can't remember how Walid answered that or what he said actually, but um, that's for me why relationships in 2022, because when I was in college, it wasn't like this, by the way. And that's yeah, only yeah. less than 15 years ago. It's not ancient history. People don't want to compromise anymore. Mm. Why? Because it's so easy to rip and replace. That's and that's well why it said. will never work. It will never work. It's just going to be a case of um, going into your DMs or entertaining some other guy or girl. And it's like, oh, there we go. Cool. Done. Oh, you're going to let me go clubbing and do now? Are you going to let me drink with my boys on the weekends? Da, da, da. Yeah, cool. Done. Why? Because rather than finding, um, rather than understanding that there's things about me that I need to change, mm. it's like, no, I'll just find someone that will accept me instead. That's not a good mentality to have. You and Wali have kind of got like similar mindsets. Mm. How, how did you two meet? Uh, I met Walid through another one of my friends. Mm. Um, I was at his house and then Walid was there as well. We kind of met like that. <coughs> I knew about Walid from before. Yeah. But I'd, we... And he used to go to a shisha cafe that I used to go to a lot. Um, but we never really like bumped into each other and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. when we was at that friend's house, we kind of, I think that was about four years ago. Mm. But we've been very close, very close like ever since. Yeah, man. It's very similar minds. Yeah. B mm. But this is what I'm saying because we come from a very similar culture. Yeah. And that's why we kind of think in similar ways mm. in f with some stuff because it's like, our culture's kind of, um, even religious aspects as well, um, but it's a, it, because there's so so much similarities, that's why we would think the same, I, I believe anyway. Um, but yeah, that's that's why I don't think relationships will work, and it will keep getting worse, by the way, it won't get better. You reckon? Yeah, it's going to keep getting worse. Do you reckon it will get worse? 100%. So I'm trying to bag my thing now, fam, before it gets any worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you're right, you're right. I even put up, I even put up a story recently Mm. And I said, anybody that's in a happy relationship right now, yeah. guy, girl, whatever, it doesn't matter if you're guy or girl, hold on to that person yeah, yeah, yeah. so tight. And just... You hold on until somebody else kind of falls into the trap. Because, bro, the thing is, is people get... Guy or girl. People get complacent. Yeah. People get complacent. They think, oh, you know, I've got it, blah, 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 it's fine. Mm -hmm. Anything can come from around the corner. I'm a living, breathing example of that. Like, look what happened to me. Anything can come from around the corner. That's a very extreme circumstance, but it can happen, clearly, mm. right? It's like, whole, just don't fool around because of temptation or silliness like this. Like, you've got someone clearly that you're happy with. Stick to that because it is so hard to, first of all, to recover from that situation yeah. and then eventually to find someone um, to then be with mm. because more time you're not really going to be able to go back there so it's like hold on to them tight and literally um don't take it for granted well man don't like in the jungle man look everyone has a concept right yeah yeah, yeah. When, when you go out on a date you maybe have like five criteria that you want in a potential yeah they might fit three out of the five the two mm. that they don't fit you gotta ask yourself am i willing to compromise that or not Mm. If I'm not and they're not I don't want to see them no more Because those two things Are going to end up being The toxicity in your relationship Later on Yeah And you yeah. allowed it to slide Why? Because he had a nice watch Nice car He had money Or she had big breasts This that or You got submerged In things that are not important X amount down the line now When you're attached And you're in love With this person Now you can't leave
because you overlook those two things. Mm. So it's like you need to know why you're there. What is your intention? Why are you there? Get your criteria sorted and see if they meet that. And if they don't, are you willing to compromise that or not? If you're not and they're not, you need to be out of that door straight away. Um, and that's what people don't do because they get submerged in things that are not important. There's yeah. some things that don't have a significance later on in your relationship. Now you're arguing every single day about those two things mm. that you could have seen uh, or the, rather that you saw at the beginning and just didn't act upon it. We're chatting about something briefly on DMs about um, mm. how, how much can parents raise their kids, right? Yeah. Which, which I think is a, a really, really important topic. Um, what I want to ask before I give my perspective on that, actually, what, what you think on that or what you guys think on... What was the question? Uh, how, much how, much, how much can your parents uh, raise raise their, raise their kids? Yeah, no, I hear you still. I think secondary socialization matters more than primary. Mm. I'd say if like, your parents see what thirty percent of your day, like, yeah, yeah. then what, what happens the rest of it? Like, there's, there's not that. Like if you're at, if you're living at home, that is. I know. I know some people rely on their parents way too much, especially after like a, like a certain age, like 25, 26. I just feel like that needs to stop. Mm. That can't happen. There has to be a certain like a pattern or a way for you to. Don't sound all like corny. Like get your life together. Do you know what I mean? Like you got. I think yeah. Like with the parent, what what they do means more. If that makes sense, because mm. they're the ones who install like your morals and yeah. certain things. I think that means more. Oh, it's top down then. Than, yeah, it's yeah. top down. So I think, yeah, it's down to the parents. Yeah. Also... It means more, but it's kind of like, it looks like they do less because it's the time they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They only have like a certain amount. Of then it, but then it goes back to the whole not having like a father figure or a mother figure and being unable to know what to do. Yeah. I think, I mean, especially the older generation and yeah. maybe specifically more kind of our sort of culture, but I think... Um, I can only speak for, for my family here, but I, I would say probably a lot of other kind of families of my culture and the older generation, it's, um, I have this like this analogy that I always use and it's like, you know when you have a dog, for instance, yeah? Mm. That's on a leash, for instance, in your back garden and you've got a chain on it that's really, really tight. Mm. What that does is it pulls on that chain, pulls on that chain, it builds a certain frustration, right? And it just gets more and more frustrated because it's not a you're not allowing it to have its freedom to move, right? And I feel like it's very similar within kids and within like young adults, if you like teenagers, because what will happen is when it breaks off that chain, it will run wild because you've built up such a big frustration. It runs wild. It will run all the way around the garden. It might even hop the fence and God knows where it will go, Right. But if you loosen that chain slowly each day, right, slowly it will start, it, it can now move around the garden a little bit. Now it's going to, you know, it's got a little bit of freedom because it's daily, you know, being loosened. And this, eventually what will happen is that chain will slip off and that's exactly what's going to happen mm. because you're allowing it to see more and more every day. A lot of the older generation parents, what they've done is they've restricted their children so much that the first opportunity they get to get out there, they're going to take it and they're going to go wild because it's curiosity. When I got told when I was young and I said, oh, can I go here? And they said, no. And I said, why? And they said, because I didn't want to let you. Guess what I did? I went anyway. 
right? Because it's the curiosity. Why can't I go? And a lot of parents, spe- specifically mine, there's no reason behind why I'm not allowed to go. Mm. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go and do it anyway. So they've restricted their kids so much that the first opportunity they get to go to like uni and live out and things like this, they go wild because you haven't allowed them to see the world, man. So restrictive. And that's why I use that analogy because it, it builds a certain frustration in you mm-hmm. that eventually when you do get that, that opportunity to really see everything, you just take it and you just run wild with it. And we see that all the time. Do you see what I'm saying? I just feel like um, we learn from this stuff. I'm not saying our parents didn't do a great job. Of course they did. But what I'm saying is there's certain aspects like we've, certain methods that were used that we can take, but change a little bit. And I think that would work better. Like for instance, with my kids, if they ask me, can I go to this house party? I'll say, this is the reason why I don't want you to go because this happens there, this happens there, this happens there, and that happens there. Mm. Now they have a reason why you're saying they shouldn't go because of X, Y, and Z, yeah. right? But when you're told, no, you're not going, and that's the end of story, and you're being told that daily as a 17, 18, 19 it's year not old, good enough. It's, n- it's too restrictive. Mm. Sometimes you need to see what's out there for you to really, really know um, why it's bad. And I feel like that's kind of why I use that analogy because it, it sort of fits in, but... Um, Parents can only raise you to a certain extent and peer pressure and influence and society and things like that are always going to get in the way quite a lot. Um, especially if you're, you know, a vulnerable person, um, you can get easily influenced to do things that your parents didn't teach you to do. Yeah. Um, but you're going to do it anyway. So I feel like they'll do a, 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 their job to a certain degree mm. and then... Um, that's when kind of society and your friends and stuff like that will kind of take control more. And then based on what they do is kind of like what you're going to get. With my parents, they they only told me like a certain aspect of like things to not do basically. Um, But I think over time, as I got older, I realized, I think it was just them for me to, it was just them to give me a leeway to experience it for myself Mm. and kind of understand it for myself, which is, which I appreciate. That's how it should be. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like that's how it should be as well. I, 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 parents being overly strict. And do you know what it is? I feel like, but then it comes down to like uh, gender and stuff. Obviously, mm-hmm. you'll be a lot more strict with your daughter than your son. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? That's a good question. Do you think, um, and I don't necessarily believe this, but I'm mm-hmm. just trying to gauge like your perspective. Do you think because... Why younger, is that? Yeah, go on. Sorry, go on. Do, do you think it's because younger girls are more easily... Um, manipulated like they're weaker emotionally or mentally that they can easily get um influenced men are more protective over women mm. than they are over men. i think that's just it so if you have a little girl they're just a bit more protective over them mm. but i'm trying to i'm trying to like think why is that though oh, um, do you think it's because they eat like imagine for instance like and this isn't obviously all cases i'm just throwing it in there but imagine like for instance an 18 year old girl mm. um and she meets some guy who's like 22, 23, and he drives like a banging car. And remember, because we, we live in a very materialistic world so, now because yeah, yeah, of yeah. social media, right? Yeah. It's like trying to fit in, mm. even if it's not true. But it's like, and she sees like a 22, 23-year-old guy who's borrowed like his dad's Bentley or something. Um, us as men, like an 18-year-old guy seeing a girl driving a Bentley, he ain't going to give a shit. 
He's not even going to look at that, right? <laughs> but a guy, but an 18 year old girl seeing a 22 year old guy driving a Bentley, now it's getting a little bit interesting now. Yeah. And it's like she can easily be manipulated mm-hmm. because it's like, look what I have, look what I can drive you around in, this, this, that, yada, yada, yada. And then it's like, she, it's, it's kind of like e- they're easier to brainwash, I think. Talking in today's society, I see, yeah, social media has made us more materialistic. Yeah, and and, and, and this is the thing, right? It's like, it's wrong even if you can afford it, yeah. let alone not being able to afford it and still yeah. doing it anyway. Like, that's mm. even 10 times worse. Yeah. Um, it's, that, that, that is, that's, even with things like looks, yeah, right? The whole people getting lip fillers and BBLs and all this stuff, which I'm so <sighs> against in every aspect of the world. <sighs> like, Injections. It's, it's literally a fashion, man. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Come on, 10 years ago. It is. 10, mm. ten years ago, yeah. if I told you men would be wearing skinny jeans, you would have laughed in my face. I think anyone would have. Yeah. And they became so in fashion. Obviously, they've gone out now, but at some point, they were very, very much in fashion, right? Them everywhere. That's what I'm saying. It's literally a fashion. Like, this lip filler stuff, they're being made to believe. No, listen, no 18-year-old girl or 16-year-old girl wakes up in the morning and doesn't like her lips. She's been told that. Oh, my God, that reminds me. I was on TikTok Live, like, three, four days ago, scrolling. I came across this girl, and she had the craziest lip fillers. And so someone in the conversation asked how old she was. She was like... 14, 15. But that's what I'm saying. So I was like, oh, I had to switch off my phone. I was like, that's enough internet for today. That's what I'm saying. She, she's she been made to believe yeah, yeah, she yeah. needs them. Like no one wakes up believing, oh, my nose doesn't look nice. Who told you that? Yeah. What happens is they've gone on social media and they've seen a woman. They, they've or, just assumed, yeah. Right. On social media as yeah. popular yeah. and thinks that's how I should look. 10 years ago, people weren't getting lip fillers. And in 10 years, they probably won't. What are you going to do then? Mm-hmm. Are you going to then... Let them dissolve. Lip fillers are a bit different because they dissolve. Things like BBLs, what are you going to do? Go under the knife again in yeah, a life-threatening yeah, yeah. surgery mm. to now remove it because it's no longer something you want because mm. it's not something that people that you look up to or you're influenced by, like celebrities and stuff, mm. they now don't want to do it because it's like, mm, don't feel like it no more. It's not really my thing. Then now they go, right, mm. to go and do that, go under the knife again to retract everything that they've done mm. It's like it's, a, it's literally a fashion. This could also like tie them back with like the whole parent situation and mm. t- kind of teaching them. Oh, parents let it. Parents mm. let it happen now. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like they should be a bit more restricted to when it comes to those things. You know what I'm saying? Like it's become. It's just yeah, like as you said, that it's become just a fashion tool. Like it it's become so acceptable now. It is, and it's going to go out of, of fashion soon. And w- what's going to happen then? What are you going to do then, boy? All because of social... And you know what? Back in the day, saying it like I'm some old man, but back in the day, it wasn't like this. Back in the day, Facebook, and whoever wants to disagree, we we can talk about Facebook, was the most authentic Mm. app or social media platform there ever was. I could take a picture of you like this, girl or guy, on on, on Facebook back in the day, upload it, and you won't even care. Now it's like, oh, but this background, oh, but this filter, oh, Mm. but this angle, oh, but... Let me borrow your hoodie. Oh, but this. Oh, but now is that. But this. But that. But this. You didn't have this then. And back then, it was you were heavily influenced by celebrities. Like I used to listen to Eminem a lot, for instance. I knew I couldn't be Eminem. I knew I couldn't be Jay Z or Kanye. Yeah. Right. So it was like it humbled you because you're like these guys are elite. Yeah. Now you've got 
girls, for instance, who have 400, 500,000 followers on Instagram, who are nobody, by the way, absolutely no one, yeah. right? And if that account closed today or they got shadow banned and their engagement was really, really, really low, they would be applying for Subway right now because they've, they can't do anything else, right? They're just a pretty face on Instagram. All those boohoo contracts, all those fashion over contracts, guess what's going to happen? They're going to bin them because you're replaceable. They'll go to the mm. next hot chick, right? Now, what's happened is it's gone from Beyonce, Eminem, Jay-Z to a complete random girl who lives in a council estate and who's shown a, a certain life on Instagram that she doesn't live just because she's pretty and now she's... All these younger girls, really, really young girls, are looking at that thinking, wow, look, like I can be just like her, and this and this and that. And they try to push for that because they think it's achievable. She came from where I came from. She was nobody a year ago. Look at her now. And it's like, it's literally indoctrination, literally. Mm. And instead of using their influence for something positive and to turn around and be like, girls, I've had a BBL, I've had... Um, liposuction i've had all these things i'm using my platform to tell you don't do it don't do it it's not safe it's not worth it all these things instead of using their platform for something positive like that yeah they use their platform to make people feel insecure and then they go and do it and then in five years time guess what it's not gonna matter and they're not gonna have the money to retract all that stuff that they've done or they're gonna try and find the money to do it go into debt to remove all the things that they thought five years ago was positive and made them look good right and now it just goes out of fashion like that and god knows how much money you you got to pay back now through loans or whoever you bor borrowed it off because you wanted to do it it's just like it's pathetic and they people just don't use their influence for anything positive anymore just use it for bullshit like that we're not shitting on anyone's careers don't worry <laughs> hey listen man uh, at the end of the day because look i've I got friends right mm. female friends that own businesses yeah. that do this right I ain't mad at them. Yeah. At the end of the day, they've seen that it, it can make the money. Yeah. They've capitalized on it. Mm. In a business sense, good on you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You're not forcing anyone to do it. It's by choice that they're going there, mm. right? But it's like, it's like, if you're a person who has all those followers, like, use it for something positive, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, use your platform to influence girls or guys, even guys, but in in a positive way. Because clearly they look up to you. Mm. But instead, what you've gone and done is you've gone and done your whole body, revamped the whole way you look, and then you're telling young girls to um, be themselves. The idea of like dopamine in it, so like when the, make yourself look a bit better, um, just increasing followers and increasing engagement, and and that will just lead to more money. I, th I think it's just like we can't we, we're, stop getting dopamine. Do you know what I'm saying? We can't like. We're obsessed. We live yeah. in a in a in society right now, social media driven society, where we are obsessed with validation. Yeah, facts. Especially validation from complete strangers mm. that you wouldn't piss on if you saw them on fire on the street. Yeah, like some of these influencers that some of these young girls are looking up to, they give two shits about you. Mm. I, they don't give a f about you at all, mm. right? And it's like, for what? To get validation of people on your, your following list that you if you saw them on the street you wouldn't even care about them it's like who the hell cares mm. to get validation from strangers or from anybody at this point yeah but it's such a push for it and as i said and i repeatedly emphasize instead of using their platform for something positive yeah. that you've built that's what they're using their platform for mm. and it's like instagram needs to go but we do this with everything tiktok yeah. came out look what's happening on tiktok now you know, toxic. 
and it's it's, Very, it's not gonna get any yeah. better. We, every every platform we use, that's what we turn it into. Mm. But we've got to have people like what I believe, like myself, like Waleed, like plenty of others, mm. yeah, that are using their platform for something positive. Um, that that's what people should be using it for. I get criticized a lot for the things I say, but I always do it for the for the better, for the betterment of um of people. So, yeah. It's really well said, man. That's what I think, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look, at the end of each to their own, I can't tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should listen to me. I'm just saying, like, a lot of these things that are what you perceive to be significant things now are just not going to be significant one day. Mm. And when it's things like that where you're going doing surgery and stuff like that, that's it's going to backfire. Mm. It will backfire, and God knows what the kind of consequences are going to be. I would ask how can that be changed, but obviously just mentioned like using the those big influencer platforms to actually advocate for a change. Yeah. But And they won't. They yeah. won't because you know why? They get paid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They get paid to, to, to mm. promote certain things. Yeah. And they don't realise the damage it's doing to people and they don't care. Clearly. But I love TikTok. And yeah. I'll tell you why I love TikTok mm. because I've seen a lot of female influencers on TikTok that have no following. Because guess what? Mm. No one wants to see that bullshit on TikTok anymore, mate. Yeah. People want to see some funny stuff or some... The podcast stuff does well on there as well, actually. Yeah. But people want to see quick snapshots yeah, of, yeah. of madness happening or some nice quotes or this and that. They want to see you stripping on the internet. Like Snapchat back in the day. Yeah. And we just see, we just saw chaos in it. So I'm, I'm going to love the day when Instagram people deviate from it because every platform mm. is I think that's already happening no yeah yeah, yeah. it is TikTok's the new wave now and I've seen mm. so many influencers that have hardly any followers and I love seeing it and it brightens up my day mm. because you're not going to come and corrupt people on there anymore like you have mm. on Instagram so I can't wait for that day society's not going to get any better soon you know it's not and this is the thing I get criticised for being <laughs> negative oh you're too pessimistic it's like if you don't highlight issues how are you going to find solutions mm. well you're just going to sit back and just accept things it's like no speak about them yeah and then find solutions where you can make things better and it's like that's not pessimistic that's actually positive because only when you're speaking out about it do you truly actually care because the ones that speak out against it mm. are the ones that want it to change the ones that sit back and say nothing i'm very skeptical about how passionate they are for change mm. and i think if you're truly for it, you should do everything in your power to to um, to try and change that. So, yeah, that's what I think anyway. If anyone kind of wants to pitch in, crack on. But yeah, yeah, it's it, it's 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 not going to get better. But like I said, highlight the issues, then find the solutions, and not just sit back and accept things. And, and criticize people but then there'll be a pattern though maybe after tiktok there'll be another app potentially that could also like ruin i don't know i'm just like finding leeways for after tiktok i'll make it i mean it could get worse do you know what i mean it can't bin it all man you, you, you don't you don't appreciate any of them bin it all is it I, I, listen i'll tell you something right now mm. wholeheartedly yeah if instagram and tiktok closed tomorrow forever yeah. i would not care mm. I would not miss it for a second. Do you know why? why? Because I'm going to have kids one day. Yeah. My kids are going to grow up and they're going to be on these fucking apps. 
Mm. Yeah, it doesn't matter what I do. I could teach them the best way that I could teach them. But when they start, like we spoke about earlier, when they start yeah. seeing their kids on it, and uh, rather um, their their classmates, they're gonna be like, oh, I want that. Da 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 da. Next thing you know, you get them a phone, and now they've got TikTok, and they're doing dumb shit on there. Mm. I'm gonna have kids one day, and bro, when I speak out about it, I don't speak out about it for us because we're old enough to know better now. Yeah. But the thing is, is these younger people are so easily influenced because their minds are still developing yeah. and they see stuff like that. And like I said, it's just getting worse. Bin it all. Mm. And I wouldn't miss it for a second. If my account closed down right now and everyone else's did, I'd, I'd celebrate. Because there's no productivity on it. It's mm. just a bunch of shit. Bin it all. But it has gone you farther, no? What's that? It has gone you farther. Yeah, yeah, Social no, media, not yeah, just yeah. me. It's done great things for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like changed their life. Yeah, yeah. But for all the positive it's done, the negative aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd rather, yeah, you'd rather been it. Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's going to be positives in anything, mm. however trivial they are. Yeah, but for for what is done on the on the negative aspects is so bad, and mm. and the consequences are so bad, and they're going to last so long mm. that. It's it's not, the the positivity isn't worth it, it's just not worth it. Mm. It's like no, bin it all. I would honestly bin it all. I, I and I, and you'll see the difference. Because I didn't grow up with that. I'm sure no one in this room room grew up that. I grew up playing in the park with my friends, playing football, going on our bikes, doing this, doing that. I didn't grow up doing TikToks with my friends in my bedroom, and watching bullshit like. And that's why I have a certain mentality, and I grew up a certain way. And I appreciate certain things. It's just like, I wouldn't miss it. Mm. No matter how, what I say. Because I only speak things that I believe. Mm -hmm. When you only speak things that you believe and are passionate about and you can back them up, you can't get cancelled. Yeah. reason why people get cancelled nowadays, more time, lack is because... Research. Lack of research. And it's because it's not from the heart. Yeah. It's, I want to get a million views on TikTok because this is really going to rile everyone up. And controversy sells. Yeah. It works. That's why they get cancelled. Because now, consequences, people are coming out and saying things and they're trying to cancel you and you're like panicking because you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. I've never ever said in three years on any platform, never said I can't believe I said that. Never said that. Because I truly believe it. You know so interesting about the Woolies video? About uh, someone don't have to be a man anymore? Mm. All the comments were from females. Of course. None. I didn't see a single male commenting. Listen. A single male. Walid is correct yeah. in what he said. Yeah, yeah. He is correct. Mm. But you can spin it the other way as well. Mm. Because I've yet to meet a woman. Yeah. Not saying she doesn't exist. Mm. I've yet to meet a woman that's like my mum. Which would you say is a traditional woman, right? Yeah. Traditional woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Never met one. I'm 31 today. Mm. Never met one. And yeah. I've met a lot oh. in my life. Mm. But then I can spin it the other way as well. And I noticed the comments of everyone agreeing with him. And that's great because it's not like he's saying something that's wrong. He's yeah, not. Yeah, it's yeah. correct. But it's like, of course, it's going to be 95% women that turn around and say, oh, yeah, that's true. You know, of course, they're going to say that. But it's like what I would say is sit down, have a little look in the mirror and ask yourself, but am I a female that's a female yeah and mm, what's gonna happen is a lot of people void in accountability 
a lot of people being naive about who they are and the things they need to change about themselves. And you have a lot of females like that because you see it every day. Well, he's not correct. He's absolutely right. But it can be spun the other way very, very, very easily. Mm. Very easily. I could do it in, in a second. But, um, yeah. You're like always searching. Of course, like men and both men and women, you won't get out of your way to search for criticism. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think that's why men were a bit like, deep down we knew it was, tr- it was, it was true, but we're not going to be like, let me actually step forward and be like, I stand with this man. But, but like, you know how like you were saying earlier, like I, oh, when you get backlash over comments, like they know it's truth, but they're not going to get out of the way to fully attack you. Yeah, of course. But as I said, like, I agree with what you said. Mm. I agree with what you said. I just think like it, it, it can be said the other way because I do think like, we live in a, a a generation right now or in a society where the whole gender thing is a, is a, is a massive yeah 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 i think it's a little bit more complicated than people make out um open question for the room what what's a man then let's let's I go i was going to ask that when you guys were saying like a man's not a man yeah not a what you should have asked Walid mm. is if 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 he believes that men are not men anymore which again i'm not saying i disagree because he's right you yeah. what is a man then I think he said men aren't traditional men anymore. But that doesn't mean they're not men. Yeah, no, 100%. I think right. he was worried. I think what he's trying to say is, I think he kept using the term provider, a man who's, who keeps providing. But men are going to do that forever. That's never changed. But but, but that's what he was saying. He, he's saying men aren't that anymore. Yeah, yeah. They've completely changed. Like, they've taken a step back. They're not providers anymore. That's what he was trying to say. It's just not true. Mm. It's not true. It's innately in us. A man who's a millionaire is going to provide and a man who's a garbage collector who makes £5 a day is going to provide because he'll find a way. Yeah. It's innately in you mm. as a man. It's in animals. Yeah? It's in us. I, I would argue biologically. I don't have the science to back it, mm. but I would argue biologically and it's something that I'll definitely look into. It's innately in us. A millionaire is going to do it or a guy who makes £5 a day is going to find a way. Even if he has to steal a loaf of bread... He's, He's going to find, provide, find way, yeah. and that hasn't changed since time mm. immemorial. It, has, it, it was a thing thousands of years ago. Mm. It's it's a thing now, and it's gonna be a thing. Mm. That's why I always say men don't care about a woman's money. Why do you think that is? Because if she has money, he's gonna provide with his own. He doesn't sit there thinking, "This is more time." We're speaking generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. think my wife's making thousands and thousands a month, man. I'm just. I'm always providing every single month. Do you think majority of men think like this? No, they're going to do it. Mm. They're going to provide because it's in us. It's in us. I feel like some men don't think like that anymore. Some, not generalizing. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you look at a situation, you look at the disparity. Yeah, yeah. You compare. Mm. How many do you think are more like what I'm saying versus what you're saying in terms of a percentage? I'd say probably like 75, 25. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. You know? Because it's innately in us. We're going to do it no matter what. We're going to protect. We're going to provide. We're going to um, mark our territory. Because men are territorial, right? Mm. We're going to mark our territory. We might, turn, <clears throat> we might turn around, some of us, and say to our girl, yeah, you need to unfollow all these guys on Instagram. A lot of the time, it's not an insecurity thing. It's mm. not a distrust thing. It's a thing where now your people know I'm here. Yeah. Your people know that I'm your guy. Yeah. 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 That's what it is, this territorial thing. And it's like, 
I don't. I, maybe I missed that part of his podcast then, yeah. but I don't think it's. Maybe it's yeah, I can't remember because he kept he kept saying. Oh, yeah, I remember. Do you remember? Yeah, he was like he's like men are men have to be providers. Men have to be men. They have to provide for the woman. They're like oh, uh, if a woman is asking for like, was it like a grand a week, whatever? But then men are standing at the back complaining about oh. My old man, she's like a gold digger, whatever. I don't want her. But then Woody was saying, but you don't have to pick this woman then. Mm. Go to the next one. Yeah, but you, you also don't. That's true. Yeah. Especially nowadays, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with how free the society is, mm -mm. it is your choice who you choose. Yeah. But a lot of people don't give you a true reflection of who they are straight away. Yeah, yeah. That's a massive problem as well. Yeah, yeah. They don't. And I'm not being funny, but if a girl is a gold digger, mm. if. I don't think she's going to show that straight away. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And then guess what we do? We're going to pay anyway. Gold digger or not, we're going to pay. Mm. Because we've got money and we think, I don't want her to pay. I'll pay. And you'll keep paying. And then keep paying. And then keep paying. And X amount of time down the line, mm. when you're together, whatnot, and let's say she is a, a big gold digger and a materialistic person, it's like, that's your fault. Like, that is us it's yeah, our yeah. fault because no one told you to pay every single time no one told this is the thing right it's like this whole gold digger thing i just want to yeah, quickly yeah, yeah. this is a big problem with us yeah. and i'll tell you why because when we take out a girl on a date mm. we go get a trim we wear our best clothes our best perfume maybe we even some of us even borrow a nice watch that our friend has because we, we can't necessarily afford that we pick them up in the, in the in their nice car drop them off take them somewhere nice you're not taking them to mcdonald's drive through more time mm -hmm. yeah taking them somewhere nice a woman will like that and the reason why even the non-materialistic non-gold diggers like that because women like a sense of security Women like, he can look after me. Because of what the perception you're giving is that you're doing well for yourself, she's going to find that attractive because, oh, if I got with this guy, he'd be able to look after me because look what he has and look where he's taking me. You know, this isn't for free, right? So then what happens is you've only shown those aspects of yourself, right? X amount time down the line now, you've got her so used to the way that you are, mm -hmm. right? If she leaves, the first thing the guy says is she's a gold digger. It's like the fact that she's left is not her fault because you had many opportunities to show other great aspects of yourself, but you refused to because you thought this is the stuff that's going to really keep me there and it's, it's going to bring some kind of longevity and whatever it is that I'm trying to do here. Mm -hmm. And it's like now she leaves because it's not, it's, it, she's not really feeling it. Now you, you have the cheek to turn around and say gold digger. It's like, no, bro, you had the chance plenty of chances to show your character to show your morals to show how good you are that it's not all about the car and the rolex and this is that and you refuse to do so and now it's come back to bite you now you want to name name them things and things like that it doesn't work like that mm -hmm. it's like cool if you've got a rolex bro wear it you've got a nice car cool you've not got nice clothes go for it but don't let that be the pin like the fundamental aspect of yourself yeah like show other good things about you mm -hmm. so they have more reason to stay mm -hmm. otherwise do you know what will happen? He'll go broke, for instance. Yeah. COVID, business closed, whatever. You think she's going to stay? Probably not. No, because she only stayed because of that one aspect that you decided to show her. Why? What other reason have you given for her to stay? There's no other reason. None. That's your own fault. Mm. 
That's your own fault. You show other good things about yourself, mm-hmm. now they have more reason. Now they're thinking, do you know what? His business has closed down, but he's been such a good guy to me, and he has, he's so ambitious, yeah. and he's so kind-hearted, I'm going to help him build again. You think she's going to say that about some guy that just threw around money for two years and did nothing else mm-hmm. and showed nothing else about him? More time she's going to leave. I'm not saying necessarily she should, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 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 I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she more time she will. But then, yeah, it goes back to communicate, communicating that in the very beginning. What is mm-hmm. it that you want exactly out of it? Not just going around and just splashing and... Do you, do you know what it is? A lot, I, I, this is just my... There's guy, other guys in here and they can pitch in. Like My, mm. my personal opinion is that majority of men, mm. I'm not saying every single one, depends on the context of how you meet the girl as well. Yeah. Majority of men date for sex. Okay, and a lot of girls nowadays, they don't necessarily date to be to. They don't necessarily meet this guy and say, "This guy's a potential. I want to marry him." It's this guy's got money. He's gonna take me to restaurants that I can't afford with my own paycheck. Mm. He's gonna drive me around in the car that I've never been in. I'm gonna post the dashboard of this car. I'm not gonna post him because oh no, I can't let I can't let people know that I'm with a guy. But I'll post his Bentley though Because it's nice And I want validation I want people to be like Oh my god you're in a Bentley Yeah mm. Take me to these nice places Drop me off I'm not obliged to give him sex at the end I don't have to Which is fine She doesn't It's true Yeah I just had a free dinner Posted on Instagram Got loads of validation Or dopamine like How what you call All of these things And guess what I had to give in the end Absolutely nothing Not obliged to So it's like Why are you there You gotta ask yourself Are you there to post in, in Nobu or Novikov or whatever it is, why are you there to actually meet this guy, see what he's like, yada, 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 yada. And it's like, it, we date for different reasons more time. Hmm. And it's like, it's, it's, it all comes down to hold the, the whole materialistic thing and the validation and all these things. It's like, why can no one just go to Nobu and not fucking post that they're there? Can, hmm. can anyone just do that in 2022? Like, no one cares that you're there. We don't care. Like, go enjoy it, and that's it. Or save it on your phone for memories. That's cool, because for your own eyes, on Snap, and it pops up after two years, and like, oh, yeah, I remember when we went there. It's like, posting these things, so many of these girls posting these places that they wouldn't be able to go to if it weren't on this guy's paycheck, right? And then it's like, in the end, they don't even get with him. And in the end, they don't even show us what the fucking guy looks like. <laughs> it's like, I want to know what he looks like. like I want to see who this guy is. I want to see who this guy is that's wearing this Rolex and is driving this Bentley and can afford to take you to these places. I want to know what the bread looks like. You don't want to show him. Or you post it on your private story. You post it on your private story, only certain individuals. Yeah. It's like, no, no. It's some, there's some, some of them though. Like just yeah. some, yeah, not all of them, just some. Yeah. But it's kind of like what you were saying, telling me before as well. Sometimes girls will go on holiday or like friends go on holiday. You never really show their friends, do you? Yeah. Why do they, why do, why do they, why do they uh, So I have a theory. That's a, that is bookies with yeah. I, th- I've, I've said this, I made a video about this. I have, have a, you? I have a theory. Yeah. Um, and this isn't 110% true. Okay. But I would say in most cases, I believe that when a girl goes on these little two, three day trips to south of France or Dam or whatever else, mm-hmm. and you don't see her girls. <gasps> oh, I've se- yeah, yeah, go on. I've seen this video. You don't see her girls and them snapping with their tongues out and doing mirror p- pictures and stupid mm-hmm. little poses. She's with a guy that she doesn't want you to know about. 
that's just my theory. Somewhat. And look, I understand some girls go with family. I understand some girls do go alone mm. on some holidays. I'm t- I'm not denying that that exists. Yeah, but these little sneaky little two three day trips, weekend ones, bank holiday weekend, and all that stuff. Mm. She's with a guy. She don't want people to know that she's with that guy, so I'm not gonna post him. But I'll post everything else that he's probably paid for. Everything the hotel. <laughs> 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 the hotel, the 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 jacuzzi, the swimming pool. Have you never been in that situation? What? Where you've taken a girl out and you've like looked at her? No, no, because you know I've what? Never, I do? I've never been in that situation. Yeah. All right. All right. This is what I did once. Yeah. I mean what I say, bro. It's literally from the heart. Everything I say, I mean. Yeah. I'll yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, one yeah. thing now. I hear that. I met up with one girl, and I still had this belief. And uh, we went somewhere nice. I can't remember where it was now. We went somewhere nice. And um, she started posting everything. Mm. And she flipped the camera, posted it on herself. And I was like, oh, she's one of them. I don't like those. (laughs) So all I did is I just put my hairy arm in the camera. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you're with a guy. Just did that. How did she react? Huh? She's like, oh, you're ruining my, my snap. Yeah. Did you redo it? <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining my snap. No, I ain't ruining your snap. You're not about to post this that I'm paying for and no one's going to know who the fuck yeah, you're with. Yeah, yeah. That ain't happening, bro. Mm. I just put out my arm like that. Ain't no girl got hairy arms like this, so she ain't going to be with her friends, female friends, that's for sure. Mm. But I was like, nah. Like, I hate it. Mm. And and that's, I, that's what I believe about these little trips. You've got to be very careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that video actually. I have seen it. Yeah. You did mention the weekend trip to Dam. Weekend trip to Dam. <laughs> I'm with some bloke that he's paid more time. He's paid for everything. Mm. Might post him on my private. Got a couple of girls on there. I might even have one or two of my exes on there. Make them a little yeah, bit jelly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the sneaky link to Dubai. You know. Um, yeah. You know when you pay those Arabs to flip and do certain activities. Yeah. You know about that. Yeah, well, oh. I mean, I mean, Kim Kardashian's turned around and said that, uh, sh- what was it? I'd, I'd eat poo or something to look younger. Said it the other day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard some, yeah, I heard something like that. And yeah. this, my friend, is where it starts. Yeah, this is where it starts. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got these youngers looking up to her. Yes, it starts from Kylie Jenner saying, "Free the nipple," yeah. to girls now. Guess what they're gonna start doing? Freeing the nipple, my friend. You just wait for it. You save this. She said archives. that. What do you mean, freeing the nipple? Free the nipple as in show them. Oh, man. And she's posted a picture and I've clicked it. And there's a lot of girls that I know personally that I've liked that, which I'm not going to call out. Mm. But I've DM'd them and I'm like, why have you liked that? Oh, I like the photo. What? The fact that she's telling people to free their nipple. That's what you like. I, I just say it to them. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You'll start seeing it. You're quite firm. You're quite like... Say it how it is. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, and, and this is... this And, you know, people don't... Um, not everyone has the they're faint-hearted and yeah. can't really take it sometimes. But as long as it's the truth, mate, yeah, 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 that's yeah, all that yeah, matters. Yeah. Speak up. That's all that matters. But yeah, man. If you get look at the end, of, look, have you never asked yourselves, yeah, why you get added to a girl's private story? You don't know who she is. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Has that ever happened to me? Yeah, I, I'm in a couple of private stories <laughs> right now. Yeah. I've, I've never been yeah, I've not. I haven't got a Scooby <laughs> who the girl is. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> because remember, people aren't posting positive stuff on their private. Okay, 
or they're not posting stuff that they want the general public to see. So why do you want me to see it? Yeah. Oh, is it because I haven't popped up and you want me to? And the only way that it's going to work is by getting my attention in other ways. But this is how naive I am. I'm like, oh yeah, I feel special. <laughs> the ones there, like, oh all, yeah. It's all because yeah. They, it's all because they've selected people, yeah, specific people that they want to draw attention from on these specific oh, things. Of course, mm. That's what it is, and it's like, yeah. But um, that that holiday theory, I believe that to, to the vast majority. There is one. Me. There is one on 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 my page. I feel like where that's definitely true. Because it's like regular trips, on a reg. Um, we're talking the Bahamas. We're talking like, do you know what I mean? I'm like, do you know what I mean? I'm like, there's no way you're doing this every week, every like what? I don't understand. Is some guy paying for it? Has to be. It is. It has to be. It is. You know, I've heard of something that probably no one in this room knows about. Apparently, there's an app, an influencer app. Yeah, that uh, only influencers can have. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where they message each other, yeah. and they'll know of each other, obviously, because you know when you're big on Insta, yeah, they yeah, kind of me, yeah. yeah, they know of each other. Maybe they don't know each other, but oh, it, there's that guy that has this and that. It's kind of like Tinder, but for influencers. Exactly that. Exactly that. And I've heard of I've heard of a situation, right? I'm not going to say who it is. But some what guy, uh, so, some verified guy, yeah, messaged a, a girl and said, "Doesn't know her, by the way. Only knows her through Insta, of having yeah. large follow, amount of followers." And I said, "So I'm going to, I think it was Maldives or something next week. I'm, I'm about to book your ticket. Are you come." And she goes, "Yeah." Yeah. Oh, but I can't find a good guy. There's one of the reasons. Hmm. Who the hell is going to want to be of a girl that's just been offered to go to Maldives with some other guy who's popular? You don't even know who the flip the guy is. She just jumps on the plane. Again, goes back to restrictions and parenting, top down. Literally will turn around I'm and say, guys are trash. <laughs> you will literally turn around and say, guys are trash. I can't find a good guy. Because good guys are keeping away from you. Yeah. And you, yeah, will, o facts. <laughs> and you will only attract... Mm. The type of guys of the kind of girl that you are, and vice versa. Amen. Because if you're popping bottles in a club yeah. and pouring champagne on girls in Marbella, you think that educated girl that's gone to study dentistry for seven years at King's College is going to want anything to do with you? No, because she has a certain mentality where she's not into stuff like that. Mm. Same the other way around. The guy's gone to become a surgeon or a GP and has spent the majority of his life that he's lived so far in education does he really want a girl that twerks in clubs and posts it on snap no the kind of guys you're going to attract are the guys that are into stuff like that mm -hmm. the guys that are partaking in that that's who you're going to attract mm. um so don't turn around and be like oh i can't find a good guy oh there's plenty they're just keeping far away from you as possible mm. because they don't want nothing to do with that and uh, that's just a bit of pill that some people have to swallow i'm afraid Bro, really well said, and I appreciate you for coming on. We spoke about who's. Well, this is gonna run over for like two hours, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what? I did. A, I did another one uh, yeah. last week. It was like hour fifty minutes. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. We could. I think we could hit three hours easily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could do it. 
I don't, I don't, I, I don't stop chatting, man. Bro, you can talk for days, but it's a very. Carry on. Um, no, I appreciate uh, you, bro. Um, yeah, we spoke about some good stuff, man. I appreciate you calling me on. I hope the the, the video, you know what it is, not necessarily gets loads and loads and loads and loads of views. It's like, I hope it hits the right people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Facts. You know, I'd yeah, rather, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I've always said this, and I, I'd, I'd like to finish it on this. I'd rather have 100,000 followers of people that I can impact positively than have a million followers of absolute dickheads. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, uh, I don't want, um, I don't want a million followers for no reason. I'd rather it hit hundred thousand Have, have a purpose basically. Yeah. Have yeah, a purpose yeah, 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 yeah. and a person can turn around and be like, yeah. this was positive. This helped me, this, this, that. Then a million dickheads mm. writing dumb comments and they're just there to, get clout in comments and, and make someone feel shit, which mm. they can't with me because I don't give a shit what they say. But the point is, is someone does care. Mm. So let's hope it hits the right people. Man, don't worry. I'll, I'll make sure it'll hit the right people. I'll, I'll slice up the clips and I'll, uh, I'll push it as much as I could. Cool, man. I can, sorry. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you for coming on, man. Um, you can, wow, you can actually talk for days, you know. I could do another two hours. Yeah. Yeah. About anything. Within these topics, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if one day you were on like Joe Rogan, man. That guy could also talk for days. Oh, I could easily do that, man. Yeah, as long as long as we've got like enough topics, or yeah. sometimes you don't really need that, just conversation can flow, but yeah, yeah. easily, man. Because there's yeah, but bro, listen, you, you are more than welcome to come back whenever Appreciate the door that. is open for you. We can come up with more topics, anything you want to discuss, anything you want to let off your chest as well. Appreciate that. Door is open for you, more Thanks, than welcome man. to come. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thank bro. You, bro.